Hello, all you gore fiends and horror hounds. This is Brett from Dimension Z, joined as I am every week by Greg of the Dead. How you doing, man? Doing good. How you doing? Uh, not bad. Um, you better watch out. You better not cry, or you may die. Oh yeah! Happy Christmas gift to everyone. Yes, happy Christmas Evil. Um, our double feature uh, for one week came back to as a little celebration for those of you who enjoy this time of year. Yeah, I'm, it's growing on me a little bit. I, I got to put up my tree, and I like a lot of my cool ornaments and shit. So, like, and I specifically list, watched these movies right when I was doing that too. So I'm like, okay, I guess it's not all bad. I'm just cranky. Listening to um, because you uh, uh, they did um on their uh, on Geek Positive Greg's other show with uh, Maxwell. They just were talking about like a bunch of Christmas um specials, I believe. I'm a little bit into it. And then I was like, if I did a, like, top ten Christmas specials, it would be all, like, nothing but horror. But then, like, Peanuts Christmas special would be, like, dropped in there somewhere, like, just randomly. Oh, uh, you know I hate the fucking Peanuts. I was gonna say, like, that's, like, no spoilers, but when Maxwell said the one thing, I was like, oh, god damn it, Maxwell. <laughs> By the way, I gotta ask you about this. Huh. I had such a hard time finding this movie. Why? Because it has, like, two different titles. And you know what's fucked up? When I searched the one, nothing came up. And then when I searched the other title, it came up as the previously searched title. What the hell is this? Well, it's also, it was, it's known as Christmas Evil and, what, Better Watch Out, I believe? You better watch out, because there's another one called Just Better Watch Out. Yeah, or that's how there's, like, Silent Night, Deadly Night, there's Silent Night, like, um, there's another one where it's like Slay Night, and it's these Christmas move horror movies need to like branch out a little bit away from just the same set of titles. Yeah, I had such a hard time finding this. No joke. I I looked up Christmas Evil, it didn't come up. I'm like, what the hell? And then I looked up You Better Watch Out because I found that was the alternate alternate title. But I swear to God, it switched it to Christmas Evil when I said that one. I'm like, well, that's what I was looking for at the beginning. Well, and you also know it's going to be a quality movie when they don't take the time to change. Like, if they have a title change, they don't take the time to change the title card. They just leave it as the original thing. That's a mark yeah. of quality. Oh, exactly. You, you know that they had faith in what they were going to call this thing. A little bit, because I've watched this movie now twice this week. Um, I watched just the movie itself, and I watched the Joe Bob Briggs version, because you have to do that whenever Joe Bob shows one of our movies. Oh, I didn't. I didn't have time. They well, and also with this movie, like it's this is definitely a guilty pleasure for me, where I've just like get so much like glee and fun out of it. But it is not a great movie, but I enjoy it. I don't. Okay, let's let's kick it off. I don't get how you find the pleasure in it. Not even just because I love a good bad movie, but this isn't even like a fun horror movie. I, it's really, I like the kind of weird take they did on it. It's not just a straight up, like, Santa's evil and he's killing people. It's I love like, those movies! Those are fun! Why didn't we do that? Well, because there's so many of those movies. If you want exactly. to do that, go watch Santa's Slay again. I'm going to! This is now <laughs> a Santa's Slay Part 2 episode. Oh, yeah, we were just like, okay, no, Christmas Evil, fuck it. We're talking about uh, Santa Slay again and Silent Night, Deadly Night Part 2. Yeah. No, it's just, I love the fact that it's just this, like, schlubby, random guy who's, like, loves Santa so much, he, like, is cosplaying as him as, like, so extreme to even where he's, like, watching over the neighborhood and shit. Yeah, it, this is Christmas Joker. That's what this is. Yes. 
Made in 1980, or released in 1980, and written and directed by Lewis Jackson, Christmas Evil, episode 69. Nice. Nice. <laughs> so, okay. Should we, should we jump into this thing? Our beat for beat? Oh, yeah. Okay, because I don't know where to go. So, it starts with the night before Christmas being narrated over, like, a very happy, holly jolly house, like, with the snow and everything. You know, your typical Christmas setup. Yeah, uh, we have a time here as well that I always love. It's 1947. Yes. So we've just won the war. America is, like, going into the 50s where it's that, like, prim and proper, like, everything's just the certain way, and it's the perfect nuclear family. Yes, exactly. And we see a mom and her two sons sitting on, like, the stairs going down and watching as Santa's boots drop down from the chimney, and he comes out, and they're all excited, and they're watching him eat the cookies and put the presents out and everything this is a this is a part of like i think why i don't like christmas so much because chris fucking santa's so pretentious he's like doing he's like putting the little thing on the toast and he's spreading it then he's takes a bite and he thinks about it for a minute and he's like mm, yeah that's good and, and then he has like honey all over his uh fake beard in which i always like and then he takes a drink of milk and the beard goes right in the milk too i'm like oh that thing has <laughs> to smell so bad and you know that beard's been in the attic all year until right now. Oh, they do not wash that. They they wash it by, they bring it out next year, and there's green shit all over it from the mold, from, like, the food you ate. And they just brush that aside. It's fine. Rub some asbestos on it. This is the 40s. And then it's clean. Yeah, no one knew or cared. I should also mention, I went into this movie completely blind. As I said, this is a first-time watch for me. Oh, and. Shit. Not only is it a first-time watch, I didn't even read a synopsis, watch a trailer, anything like that. I had no idea what I was in for. So, in my mind, I'm like, is this the real Santa? Because I don't know what kind of movie we're dealing with here. Right. Are we going into fantasy horror land, or are we staying in reality? Which I completely yeah. forgot this is your first time watching this, which makes me have even more fun with this. Oh, I, I was pissed at you again. It, it's been a while. <laughs> I, I got angry with you during this. It's been a long time since I could say that. It's been a while that I've gotten a text from Greg of just, like, it was like a screenshot of the movie of him, like, dancing later. He's like, what are you making me watch? And I forget what I said. And I, was, I was like, no, it's really good. Trust me. No, no. Like, what you said is, it's good. Anytime you just say those two words. <laughs> ugh. You're like, you said that for Veronica. You said that for Slumber Party Massacre 2. You're like, so now that you've said that, I know what I'm fucking in for. Fuck you, Brett. <laughs> It's always like you pleading, no, I like this. You go, it's good. I'm like, fuck, this is going to be terrible as soon as you say that. Because you're you're sitting there and you're like, I love this movie because um, because it's good. That I can't think <laughs> of a reason. As soon as I got that text, I'm like, oh, no. I was only like five minutes into the movie. I'm like, oh, no. Oh, that's when I, why, because you watched it before I did. So then when I watched it too, I was like, yeah, he, we're like less than 10 minutes into the movie and Greg's already like, what the fuck? <laughs> okay. So after the kids see Santa, they go upstairs and they're in bed and it's the two brothers, Harry and Phil. Yes. And they're laying there and arguing and Phil is like, that was dad. And Harry is a. Big believer in Santa. Not, uh, he goes downstairs, but not the whole way. He's like hanging out on the steps, looking because Santa's still there. Yeah, and it's really weird, like because now, like it's the I think it's like a take on like mom. I saw mommy kissing Santa Claus, like that song where he goes yeah. downstairs, but he's there. Mom isn't like making out with Santa, who is dad, of course. 
he she he's like on his knees with his head like against her thigh and he's like slowly like caressing like an inch of like her other thigh and she's just standing there just like smiling i wanted to talk about this i'm glad you kind of took us here there's nothing sexy going on here i mean other than what you just said it's not like he's moving towards any certain areas it's not like you hear him like making noise anything like that it's literally him putting his head on her thigh caressing her other thigh nothing else going on like the most vanilla shit that you could possibly make up and this traumatizes young harry yeah to the point of like he becomes a killer santa later and he's like becomes completely obsessed with santa where like this is uh harry is the exact opposite of me where i despise santa and i hate this time of year i would uh guarantee he sleeps in those santa like pajamas all year round well i'm gonna take your christmas present right back then what mr i don't like santa santa got you a present well no because santa Gray got me a present i like santa uh-huh. Gray. that was the real santa that was oh. harry I didn't oh, get you oh, it's, if kidding. it's from harry sure <laughs> but so but he he's so traumatized by this it's like the two actors playing the mom and dad were ready for them to yell action like okay get in position guys okay and they never said action and so they're just like standing in this awkward position the whole time but no that's the actual scene well it's like in video games when you're like not moving your character around and it just does like that animation of it like the arms are moving back and forth or something it's they're just doing that (laughs) You know, like, they'll sway a little bit, like, tap their toe, or, you know, waiting for you to move them. That's what was going on with these people. Yeah, but, so, like, uh, Santa has his head against his mom's thigh, uh, Harry's mom's thigh, and then, so he runs upstairs, smashes a snow globe, and starts cutting his palm. Yeah, like, making a blood offering to the Christmas gods, please make Santa real and have him stop caressing my mom's leg. Yeah, or like, or does he, is he thinking like, that is Santa? And he's like, oh my god, my dad's a cuck. <laughs> I don't know. There's there's so much, and look, even let's say, let's say he walked in and they were actually fucking, like, straight up. And he realized it was his dad, or whatever, you know what I mean? Right. Look, holy shit, you don't want to see that. But is that really what's gonna make you turn out like this man turns out? Yeah, I don't get the motive. Well, because the um, on Letterbox it says a toy factory worker, mentally scarred as a child upon learning Santa is not real, suffers a nervous breakdown after being belittled at work, and embarks on a Yuletide killing spree. So, are they trying to say like he's like, oh wait a minute, uh, Santa can't be real. He doesn't like thighs. Like, yeah, I don't get at all. And like. Look, I get what they're trying to say. This was his motivation. This is what cracked him, fucked him up. But really? That? Come on. Yeah, it's very weak. Yeah, it's... I think it was supposed to be this big character study, and it never quite reached that point. And you know what's fucked up? They were trying to make this movie for ten years, and then finally when Halloween hit big, they are like, oh, okay, we'll make your movie now, because it's, a, it's like a holiday-themed horror, and that's like the new big thing. And but they still, this is all we got. This was six years after Black Christmas. They could have taken some cues and did it a little better. Yeah, exactly. Where it's like, oh well, we could change this around a little bit. Maybe give him an actual motive. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yep. But they did, and that was it. So opening credits are right after he cuts his palm and starts bleeding all over the shattered snow globe. 
we get our opening credits, and then a card that says present day, which makes it even funnier watching it today, since we got a date for the first one, and just present day for this one. This man's, like, ancient. Yeah, I like to believe that this is, like, some weird, this is, like, some weird, like, West Virginia town, like, stuck in time of, like, they don't know anything past 1980 has happened yet. Yeah. You also got to remember, this was a first watch for me, so you had some context watching it this time. They don't let it on that this man, Harry, who we cut to next, is that kid for a while. I'm like, we cut to this random guy waking up. I didn't make the connection that it was supposed to be the same kid. No, because it's not even like, they. if they would have done that, they should have like shown the kid's room and had it been decked out with Santa and Christmas stuff then as well. Because then you would have been like, oh, okay, he's waking up in his Santa PJs. You look around his, like, apartment. It's, like, decked out, like, ceiling to floor with just Santa stuff. And we just went from this thing with him cutting himself because seeing Santa. So that, if it was one of the brothers, I'd guess it was the non-believer brother, honestly. Because I'm like, well, this kid must hate Santa. Yeah, like, maybe Santa, like, fucked up his family in, like, kind of a way. Because now his brother is, like went to, like, a mental institution, and mom and dad, like, broke up, or... Yeah, why are we already writing, still not a good movie, but a better movie than what they've given us? Yeah. Well, that's a, that's a sign of quality, Greg. And this movie is nothing <laughs> but quality. Well, present-day Harry wakes up in a Santa shirt and hat, and he starts doing his morning stretches to his Christmas record, and dances, and there's Santa's plastered all over the place. Yeah, like I said, this is, like the exact opposite of Brett from Dimension Z where like I'm looking around my room right now and it looks like it's October 31st. Yeah. Well, you have a horror podcast room as do I. Yeah, that, exactly. That's my excuse. No, don't pay attention to the other like 10 to 15 years before the podcast existed. I did the exact same thing. I was, was preparing for this show. Exactly. So after the whole like Christmas stretches and dances, we have him spying on the neighborhood kids. Like you said, now, I don't think it's actually for sinister purposes because he's keeping a naughty and nice list like he's Santa. But, dude, like, can you imagine <laughs> if how much different this movie would have been if a parent caught him doing this just before everything else happened? Or, like, like yeah, exactly. Or, like, later on, he like, goes running down the uh, stairwell of this other building, like, screaming this kid's name of, like, oh, he's naughty and because uh, he's looking at Penthouse. What happens if, like, one of the people opens the door and it's like, what are you doing on the roof? Who are you? Like... Yeah, why are you looking in my house with binoculars? Yeah, but it's really, like, you, you see one of them, like, one of the little kids take out the garbage, and he's like, oh, he's a very good boy. And then he sees, like, a girl, like, in her room playing with, like, a dolly, and he's like, oh, how precious. And then he cuts to, I forget what the kid's name was, but he, like, screams it 50 times. And because he's looking at penthouse and he's cutting the pictures out and like holding them up and stuff. And it's like naughty. And he's like running down like, uh, Philip Garcia, <laughs> Philip Garcia, Philip Garcia. Yeah. Whatever the guy's name was. Or something like it was some odd name. Yeah. But yeah, he was very angry. <laughs> going down. And then, yeah, he gets back to his apartment and he opens up, like you said, like he has a naughty and nice list. Which for each year, and you look at his bookshelf, and it's like full from like, so he's been doing this. Yeah, his whole life, it seems. Of course, where do you think this man works? He's a manager at a toy factory. Of course. 
they're all there, and this worker, Frank, who I guess is under him on, like, the corporate ladder, he's, like, still on the assembly line, he basically makes Harry cover his night shift. Like, I don't know how to put it, like, doesn't trick him into it, but is a basic, like, hey, you're covering for me, type thing, which, Harry is his boss, I don't know, this Frank has some balls of steel, but I guess it worked out for him. Yeah, he tricks him into it, being like, oh yeah, the wife wants to leave on vacation early. Anyone want to pick up a shift? And of course, no one does. Yeah, then later on, he calls Harry and is like, remember when you said you wanted to work on the assembly line? You weren't lying to me, were you? And Harry's like, no, I was. Oh, great. Thank you so much for doing this. Bye. I mean, Harry does. He does his job. He covers a shift, even though it's not his job. He's walking home that night. He looks into the bar and sees Frank there laughing, talking about how he tricked duped harry into covering his shift oh yeah where like um he's yeah harry looks he's like walking home after i'm guessing it's like a double shift and he like kind of peeks into a bar and then like i love harry like how he's like always so intense like he runs everywhere and shit and he goes over to the other window and literally yeah frank is like i got that schmuck larry working for me tonight me and the wife aren't leaving until tomorrow like yeah, Harry is upset by this. Like, he starts, like, heaving, like, <gasps> and runs home, and how do I describe this, except for progressively more and more angrier, humming Santa Claus is coming to town. First, it's kind of like a sad crying, and he gets angrier and angrier and angrier as he hums along, and he snaps the toy's head. <laughs> yeah. It's, like, really unhinged, but it's also funny, because it's a Christmas song. <laughs> this movie's fucked. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> um, We get this weird him standing outside his childhood home, which I guess is where his brother Phil and his family lives now, and more flashbacks to seeing his parents having sex, like, but doesn't look like it was that night, so I don't know what this is. Well, yeah, and then, well, then he's, like, just peeping, basically, on his, if I remember right, like, he's peeking on his brother, like, fooling around with his wife, but he's just staring in the window at him. Oh, maybe that's what I took that as. I was thinking it was flashbacks, but, yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah, that's, and it's, like, so anytime you see anything sexual, you just, like, lose your shit now? I guess so, but, yeah, that's, this, this could have been good, that's what makes me mad. (laughs) You know, there's a lot of shit they could have did, and then they did none of it. There could have I love Greg's little outbursts every once in a while, where we're talking about it, and he realizes, like, where we're at. And he's like, what the fuck? We could have <laughs> done so much better. It, it's there, though. It's not, it wouldn't have been a great movie. They could have did okay, though. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> but the next morning is the Thanksgiving Day, Macy's Thanksgiving Day parade scene. Oh, yeah, and he cannot wait, which this is a little bit of a, well, I guess it is in the morning because he's still wearing his PJs. Because I was yeah. thinking, like, it's kind of weird that he's already canceling dinner, but it's like the Macy's Thanksgiving Day parades in the morning. But I guess you would be like, and a lot of times Thanksgiving's eaten early. Yeah, I mine usually ends up being like Thanksgiving lunch. Yeah, it's like usually ours is like around three-ish. Yeah, so that makes sense. But he is stoked to see Santa, like... Because he calls his brother Phil to cancel, like, hey, I'm not going to make it tonight. Phil's like, why? And that's right when Santa rounds the corner in the parade, and Harry might as well have jizzed in his pants. Oh, he immediately, like, exactly, he should either jizzed in his pants, or he immediately turns into, like, an eight-year-old boy, where he's just like, oh my god, it's Santa Claus! 
Yeah. Um, right before he calls, uh, Phil's wife does kind of, like, tell Phil to be nice to Harry. So, like, it's not like they hate each other or anything. She's even, like, sticking up for him and everything. Yeah, well, I almost take it as, like, uh, Phil is like, I got my shit together. Harry is a fucking wild card. And it's like siblings, I, I've never known two siblings that don't bicker and argue, like, constantly. Yeah. Which is a reason I'm glad I'm an only child, because I do not want to be, like, I don't want to deal with being picked on all the time by some, some, like, random, I'm like, fuck you, man! Me telling you that Christmas Evil's a bad movie all the time. Mom! (laughs) (laughs) Um, After the whole him seeing Santa, he starts making his Santa suit, where he's cutting up fur stuff and stitching it to the red suit and painting the van as a sleigh. Yeah, I love his sleigh van so much. It is pretty cool, actually. I'm not going to lie. He has like one of those creeper vans, you know, no back windows or anything, but he just paints a sleigh on the side so he can be Santa driving a sleigh. And I love how he, like, the entire time whenever he's driving around later, it's just the sleigh bells. Yeah. I like to believe that he just has sleigh bells on a cassette tape. For So, like, every half an hour, he has to flip it over and replay the sleigh bells again. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't doubt it, honestly. Everything else about this guy, that would check out 100%. Yeah. Um, he's walking in from getting groceries, and all the kids that he spies on are outside. But they apparently have a fairly good relationship, because they wave high, and they call him Mr. Whatever. He's talking to them. He's like, oh, what do you want for Christmas? And they're all saying. And then the one bad boy, who he didn't yeah. like earlier, goes... I want a lifetime supply of Penthouse Magazine. <laughs> the the expression on Harry's face to this seemingly crude but harmless comment. Holy shit. Yeah, where, like, the rest of them want, like, Oh, I want more dollies. I want building blocks. I want Penthouse Magazine. Not even Playboy. I want to see piss. <laughs> <laughs> but he is so disturbed. He, like, he fucking loses it. I thought he was going to murder him right then. Yeah, he just immediately starts doing it now in broad daylight. Yeah, just strangling him, shaking his head. <laughs> you better watch out. You better not cry. Yeah, that was all um foreshadow. He just pops his head off like the toy. Yes. <laughs> but so that night he's outside that boy's house. He has had enough. He's gonna send a message. He oh, yeah. he reaches down. Explain this. What the fuck? You go on. I don't know. It's a it it. it I don't know if it's some kind of weird like old Christmas tradition where like Santa would mark the houses of bad kids with like his handprints and like a kiss. I don't think so. <laughs> He's looking through the window, and the kids like watching television. He just like Harry just like calmly just rubs his face in mud, and then just stares at him for a second more then walks over and like does like a face print and like two hand prints on the side of the house yeah and then then he hides in the bushes the boy and his mom are leaving the boy sees the bushes moving <laughs> he walks over slowly the bomb holds like come on we're gonna be late we're gonna be late he gets to the bushes and harry who i guess is disguised enough he can't recognize him with a little bit of mud on his face like reaches out to grab him, scares him, he runs back, and the mom isn't hearing any of his shenanigans. No, because now the mom just slaps the shit out of him, and is like, you would ruin my one night of this week, wouldn't you? Get in the fucking car! (laughs) 
And also, Harry, you might want to think of the home this little boy you're being so hard on comes from. Look what he deals with. Why do you think he's this way? But no, that doesn't matter to Santa Harry. No, yeah, he's getting beat. He's getting pushed around. Like, this kid, yeah, he doesn't look like he comes from a great home life. And then uh, Santa Harry's still like, no, fuck you. You could still be good. He's hiding in his bushes, smearing mud on his house, reaching out like a Scooby-Doo villain trying to grab him. Yeah. I, I don't get any of this shit. But then he's in this part of, I guess, his house, that I or his apartment I hadn't recognized from before. They're like a basement. And this is the scary, creepy basement with all these, like, half-together dolls and shit all over the place with, like, sewing needles in them and everything. And he's making little metal toy soldiers. Yeah, he's like smelting metal or something. He's like a steel worker in his basement making like the because earlier in the movie he was saying about like the toy factory he works at makes really shitty toys and no one like knows the joy of making a really great toy for the kids and stuff like this. So he's making now like a better version of the toys they sell at the factory. I guess so. I again, none of this is like really not like it's let's leave it up to you. No, they just don't really ever explain much. No, it's just kind of like, okay, here's a scene. Okay, here's another scene. Okay, now he's muddy. Now he's mad. <laughs> <laughs> uh, next is his work Christmas party. And I guess this is important, because this is the only thing that kind of comes back into play later. But he's socially awkward as all hell. And there's some new guy there, and they're watching the ad that the boss made about um, workers can donate toys or their paychecks to help these kids, and they're going to get all these kids at the hospital these toys. But it's basically a line of shit. Like, we'll get some toys for them, but yeah, not really. You know, yeah, all that Harry, type stuff. Harry's like, do you know how many kids are in that hospital? And he's like, I have no idea. Yeah, so it's, and then he's very upset. And this one, good on you, Harry. Yeah, fuck that. Oh, yeah, it's like when you go to, like, the grocery store or something, and they're always like, do you want to round up your two cents to donate it to da-da-da? And it's like, leave me alone. I'm trying to buy, like, a soda. Yeah, I'm just trying to get Taco Bell, and they're like, do you want to help? I'm like, hey, you don't need me for your tax write-off. You're good. Yeah, exactly. He kind of walks out of the Christmas. He's all frazzled. He walks out of the party, and he goes to the assembly like line and starts filling all these sacks up with toys straight from the line. And then... He takes this other sack out by a river and just fills it with dirt. Yeah, which, it, it's, once again, it's like, okay, why? Yeah, again, not really ever, we see the end result of the dirt, but I'm like, okay. But, it, see, the thing is, it's like, dirt, I don't know, like, I know some Santa things. I don't know that a sack of dirt is, like, for bad kids. If anything, he should be getting coal. Yeah, it's a lump of coal. That's what why you get. Aren't you why, yeah, why aren't you shoveling coal at the coal, coal yard into these bags and then putting it that at the doorstep of Penthouse Boy? I'd say Harry's a lazy Santa. He has the job at the toy factory, but he can work a double at the coal yard, so that way he can supply both of these things. Yeah, or, like, I bet you that there are houses around that have coal. Run over, take two or three pieces, they, they're, they're not going to care. And then, there you go, you're more on brand. <laughs> Exactly. For being so obsessed with Santa, he doesn't really care about that part. I know more than about Santa than fucking Harry, it seems. <laughs> then, at home, he puts on the beard and just laughs hysterically in the mirror. It's like, it's me! It's me! Yeah, it's like, he's like, now he's like, he's like mentally broken at this point, and is like, I am Santa Claus. 
Yeah. And then we know shit is hopefully about to go down because we get the title card that says Christmas Eve. Yeah, because at this point, so we've been going for like about a month and a half. We've been following like adult Harry around from things like right before Thanksgiving to now Christmas Eve and Christmas. Oh, yeah, I guess because we see the parade a fair, not too long, but a little bit into the movie. So this has been a while. Yeah, and they're talked about like Harry's not coming to Thanksgiving dinner and like the kids always look forward to seeing him. And Yeah, so this is a while, but... He's breaking into children's houses and leaving toys. Look, appreciate the sentiment, but oh, how doesn't he get caught at all? Is he the real Santa? Well, I kept waiting for, like, what if, like, one of these houses has a dog and the dog attacks him? Exactly. I've seen the Santa Claus. That's what happens. Yeah. And then he's leaving toys for all the good kids and everything. And then he goes to our bad kid who we spent so much time on for some reason on this episode. And he leaves the sack of dirt outside with a note with his name on it and a drawing of someone like doing the thing, like holding the hands up to the ears and sticking a tongue out. Yeah, and that's it. Like, this entire time, I'm thinking, like, oh, he's going to, like, I don't know if he's really, if he's going to kill the kid. Is he going to kill the parents? Is he going to do something else? I thought he was going to make, like, a bomb out of fertilizer. It wasn't dirt or something. Yeah, like, he, he down in his workshop, yeah, he has, like, he's making pipe bombs. Yeah, like the little critters kid. Yeah, exactly. But that's it. <laughs> yeah, he... so it's like, why so much buildup of this one naughty kid to then, like, have it be like, okay, we're leave dirt at your doorstep, but you know the parents are just going to be like, what the fuck's this? Someone's praying a prank, playing a prank. Just toss it to the side. The kid probably will never even know about it. Or if he does, go, oh, that's weird. And that's the end of it. Oh, look, I have dirt to throw at ch- other children now. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that's, a, that's all that's going to happen to it. But, or he's going to hide his penthouses in the sack of dirt. And that's an, uh, another thing where I was like, why is he cutting the pictures of the penthouses, like the pictures out of the penthouse? You already have the full magazine, and you've now you've ruined it, so it's not like you're returning it to something. Like, oh, I snuck <laughs> into Dad's room and took a penthouse. Because now he's going to be like, where'd the centerfold go? Why is he, like, cutting them out? <laughs> I think he has a subscription. The small child. The small well back in the day they might be able to do that. <laughs> um he goes to the hospital in his sleigh van and knocks. It's pretty late, and the security guard tries to make him leave. And this is a whole pointless exchange, but like he's like, get out of here, it's so late. He gives the security guard a present, which again, I thought this was gonna be the first kill, because we still haven't seen anything really that horror yet in our horror movie, Brett. No. <laughs> the, yeah, the, the security horror- guard's like his heart changes because he gives him a present, one of the toys, and that's enough to make him like, okay, let me go get somebody, Santa, coming to wake up these poor orphans in the middle of the night. Yeah, he's like, just don't come inside. This is where he's practicing saying Merry Christmas for way too long. Yeah, and it's like, you, it's just, it's a big, grandiose, like, it comes from, like, the bell, it's just like, Merry Christmas! I just did it right there in one shot. <laughs> well, it's funny, he starts to like, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry. He's just trying every, like, because he's practicing. He wants to get it right for when these people come out. But it goes on forever, it feels like. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. I don't know how to say this. (laughs) I swear I was watching it for 20 minutes. I know that's an exaggeration, but I'm like, 
is this the rest of the movie? <laughs> just him practicing? And Brett's just, playing, playing some elaborate prank on me? Yeah, and you're like, Brett, what the fuck is this? Like, the most horrific thing is, like, we saw a guy with binoculars staring at children, and then a kid Which is horrific. Yeah, the staring at children, horrific, okay, but still. Yeah, like, there's no murder. What is this? <laughs> and then the staff comes out, and he gets to do his big Merry Christmas for him, and he's like, oh, you're gonna need more than that! Because he has the sack of presents, but he opens up the van, and it it's a full van load of toys delivered, and everyone's happy, it's a great time, and that's pretty much it. Which, uh, still, even though I've seen this movie a few times now, when they open up the back of the, like, pedo van, and it's just filled with wrapped presents, I'm immediately like, some of those are bombs, right? I mean, at this point, I had no idea what was going on. You want to know something? I watched this on Tubi, and so I, I paused, and I wrote down where I was, just in case I didn't save where I was. Do you want to know how long into this movie we are right now? Because this is where one of my marks are. How far? 50 minutes! Well, and yeah, like you said, nothing's really happened yet. Which is another reason I think we keep trying to come up with like, oh, there's going to be a dog attack. There's going to be a bomb. Because you're trying to come up with something to happen in this movie. It's almost an hour in right now. I'm like, what in my watch was happening? I'm surprised I didn't get another text being like, 50 minutes, Brett! 50 <laughs> minutes! Nothing! I knew I'd yell at you here. I'm like, I can wait. <laughs> um, he stops outside of this church that some of his co-workers are at. The snobby people from the meeting and everything. That, like, made the commercial for the orphanage but had no intention. And he's outside the church and, I guess, church lets out and everyone comes up. And these two snobby guys start antagonizing him. But I should point out, these aren't the co-workers. No, yeah, they they start they they show like the guys in the church. They're like falling asleep. They're not paying attention and stuff. And then they come out, and I love when they come out and they see Santa because Santa almost looks like bashful, like he's kind of looking at the ground and shit. And then like yeah, like you said, these two guys just come up and start harassing him and like teasing him and shit. Random guys. There are people who are kind of his enemies in this there, but that's not them. No, why? It's not like he, goes, it's not like he goes after um Frank. Yeah, which I thought, like, Frank's his target the whole time. No, no, the, the bad boy wasn't a target, Frank wasn't a target, these two greedy executive people weren't targets, like, okay. Which, it's, uh, at this point, too, so, like, uh, he has that uh, metal soldier that he made, and it yeah. has, like, this pointy bayonet thing, and what did you think about this scene, Greg? Oh, it was rough. It wasn't too bad, it was well done, but, ugh, it was rough. Yeah, we get a, uh, a toy through the eyeball. <laughs> yeah, it's. I mean, there's one coming up, a movie that I'm watching ahead a little bit on that's a little worse. But yeah, it's, it's a pretty gruesome one, but not the worst we've done yet. But yeah, kills him for kind of out of nowhere, too. He stabs him in the eye with a toy soldier, and then he axes three more people and drives away. Yeah, with like a tiny little like toy hatchet looking thing. Yeah. Like a, like something like Chucky would use. Yeah, like the good guy hammer that he kills the babysitter with in the first yeah. one. But it works. Four people are dead, and that's it. He drives, he sees a Christmas party, and couples dancing inside, and two guys at the party see him and bring him inside to the party. I'm like, oh, is he going to kill all these people randomly, like the church? 
No, I, I've also, like, I love him, like, scrambling away. Like, every time he does this, like, uh-oh, and he goes running away, and it's, like, way over-comical. And I also love all the scenes of him driving in the van, and he has, like, these huge bug eyes, and he starts doing, like, the whipping thing, where he's like, on Donner, on Blitzen, yeah! <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, but like you said, then, like, he drives by, he, like, parts and walks by, like, a building and he hears Christmas music inside and he is immediate. It's like a moth to like, you know, a light and he's immediately like staring through the window. And this isn't like animal house staring through the window where John Belushi's right at the window, but the girl changing can't see him. You can yeah. act like physics work in this movie where they see through the window, the other side as well. And it's just him like grooving to the music. He's just outside dancing. Yeah. he Of course it's Christmas music. He loves it. Yeah, then, like you said, like, these two, I'm guessing, drunk guys come stumbling out and, like, grab him. And he, Harry's like, no, no, I really can't. Like, he's trying to, like, get away, kind of. And they just drag him in and throw him into the middle of the room of this party going on. And they're like, look who we found! And then he's like, uh, d- d- Merry Christmas! And then everyone just, like, immediately upset, uh, like allows a strange man in like a dirty Santa suit just to come and like dance with all their wives. They have Santa polka right here. He's dancing and everything. It's a, just the most random like scene with this and they're dancing around and everything. And that's pretty much it. And they're all like cheering for Santa at the end. He tells kids to be good, but if they're bad, he'll bring them something horrible. And the room's like, Oh, that's like you just said, like, we just brought a stranger and that's the first time it seems like this dawns on that room. Yeah, where they're like, oh, this guy, this guy might not be so great where he's like, if you be good, boys and girls, I'll bring you something nice. But like you said, like, if you're naughty, I'll bring you something horrible. <laughs> where he does the thing, he could bust right back into laughter, which is just makes it even more insane. He scares the children, and all the adults are like, oh, he's okay again. Yeah. It, this scene doesn't make sense. <laughs> or there's also a part of me this last time I watched it last night, where I was like, at that point, they're almost like trying to push him out the door, because that then they start being like, okay, Santa has to leave. And they, like, give him a cup to do, like, one last toast. And he's like, goodbye, everybody. But it's almost like, okay, Santa has to go now. (laughs) Santa, get the fuck out. He goes to Frank's house, and he goes on the roof. And this scene, I think, as dumb as it is, like, goes to show you this guy is deranged and really thinks he's Santa. Because he goes on the roof and tries to go down the chimney and gets stuck. But then he frees himself and just goes in a window instead. Yeah, I love that he's trying so hard to be, like, as 100%, like, on, like, on on the spot of what Santa does. Like, he's like, I can't have reindeer and a sleigh, but I can paint a sleigh on my van. I can't, uh, I'm going to try to go down this chimney. And then it's like, okay, well, you have, like, three pillows as your gut. You, like, put extra padding around your legs. I also just love the idea of, like, these people's neighbors like looking out the window <laughs> and being like what the fuck is that guy doing <laughs> but uh, yeah it's just like martha martha wake up this guy's gonna get sh- stuck in the chimney look oh yep there he goes he got stuck <laughs> <laughs> he just gives up goes in the window and said and the kids see him and but this obviously is the one time that's okay because they're expecting santa to show up so no harm no foul here 
Right, and it's almost a thing, like, almost what he did, where they do, like, at the, <laughs> like, little, like, kid, like, fucking cute giggle thing that they do, and then, um, he, like, walks back the hallway, and, like, they're, like, in bed, and then he walks back and, like, is staring at the parents. He does, before he murders these kids' dad, he still gives them presents first, though. Oh, yeah, and the kids, like, it's so, like, it, he gives them the presents, uh, Santa Harry murders the dad, and then he runs back out, and the kids are just standing there, and he's almost just like, goes right back into Santa mode of like, Merry Christmas, goodbye, and then leaves. Also, he murders the dad by smothering him with the toy sack, and they're fighting back, and he ends up slitting his throat with the tree star. The wife sleeps through all of it until blood splashes her. There's like a full-on fight right next to her. She sleeps through it. A little bit of blood splashes on her. She wakes up and screams. Yeah, and this is not one of like the new beds they have nowadays where like you can get up and jump up and down on your side and like your partner won't feel it in at all on their side. This is yeah. like old school spring bed of like she's probably going airborne a little bit of how much they're like fighting and shit. Oh yeah, there's no way. And but maybe she has that sound of a sleeper. But he runs out, and there's a news report, and it says, "Avoid anyone dressed as Santa Claus." Which this is just like Silent Night, Deadly Night, where they start running around just nabbing every Santa that they can find. Yeah, his brother Phil. Also, the scene with him, he thinks something's wrong that Hen- that Harry isn't there because it's. Christmas, it's his favorite day of all time, so this is odd. Yeah, like, what's he up to? Like, it can't be anything good, because Harry is, like, already, like, borderline, like, on the edge of, like, losing the shit all the time. This is the one time a year he's really happy. What's he doing? Well, what he's doing is waking up in his van randomly, and he has it covered up, I guess, so no one can see it. Yeah. Uh, he goes into his work. It's obviously closed for the day because it's Christmas Day. Is this supposed to be his big evil deed because he turns on the conveyor belts and, like, all the toys start falling and breaking? I guess so. Like, yeah, they just fall, like, two feet and kind of break a little bit. And, yeah, this is his big master plan. This is the Joker setting fire to the stack of money. Like. (laughs) I I guess so. He calls Phil and Phil's like, Harry, what's going on? I've been worried about you. He goes, I finally found the right notes. I can play the tune now. And mumbles a bunch of other incoherent nonsense he knows like what because he's grown up with him probably it's like well he's grown up with him his entire life like this where he's just like come on man just i'm tired of this shit (laughs) this is nothing new to him probably but i don't know where he's going here but his van gets stuck and when i say stuck I mean, it's not stuck. They they drive the tire of this van onto the tiniest bit of snow that if you would have just put it on the gas, you would have drove right off. Oh, yeah. But anyway, he's stuck. So he gets out and starts walking and sees this house with, like, probably no exaggeration, 80 of the same light-up Santa blow mold. Yeah, it looks like this entire street is just lined with this same blow mold. And he's just, he's overjoyed by this. Oh yeah, he's very happy. He's walking around looking at the decorations, and there's a few houses now, but this is like the most lit up part of town. You know, like every town seems to have that one street or block that goes all out. That must be here. All the neighbors are trying to outdo each other. Yeah, but that's where he is here, and kids see him and start running up to him thanking Santa, 
And if you recall the news report earlier, there's a killer saying on the loose. Parents see him and look terrified. Like, they're like, come here, Susie, c- come here. And, like, they're all by Santa and everything. And he yeah. gives all of them presents. But it's, like, the most tense giving him presents. Because he's, like, holding eye contact with his dad. Like, whipping out a present like he's drawing a pistol and still not breaking eye contact, handing it to the kids. Which, I, I know little kids fall for things, like, because they don't have as much as, as experience and whatnot. But you'd think that they would have, like, some reptile part of their brain go off and being like, something seems off here and I all of a sudden seem like I'm in danger. You'd think so, yeah. But I don't know. I don't have a kid. Maybe that's not really there. Yeah, but yeah, they just like, they're like immediately like, fuck you, mom and dad. I hate you. Like, I'm going to hold a knife up to you because of this strange Santa man. Yeah. He he gave me a gift. Fuck you, mom and dad, who put a roof over my head for the last 10 years or whatever. He gave me a toy truck. <laughs> the dad pulls a knife on him and Harry's basically using these children as human shields while he monologues to these parents. The dad drops the knife and it, like you said, his daughter gives it to Harry. Like, the biggest betrayal ever. Yeah, and then he's even, like, he grabs it, uh, the knife away from the little girl, and he gives her, like, a nice, like, little, like, smile and whatnot, but it's just all, like, in context, it's so weird. Oh, yeah, when you're watching, it's just bizarre, and he kind of just takes off here, like, after a few little scuffles and everything, takes off. This is, this is my biggest point I want to make about this movie right here, so... The parents all run after him. You know, they grab their torches and everything. Oh, yeah. They, they always, they have to have their torches. They, there's an angry mob. Grab your, everyone go to the center of town to where the torches are kept. <laughs> Here's the crazy thing. We're, we're showing Harry in real time running. Because he only gets about a block away. He hasn't stopped running or anything. The, these townspeople get their torches and go after him. Again, real time, it's been approximately 15 seconds. We can tell by where Harry's running. Within 15 seconds, a full mob has assembled with torches and have chased after him. That'd be like right now if, Brett, if you said, Greg, there's a mob outside, go join him. And I had my torch at the ready joint and was already like, oh, that's Santa Mar chasing him? Okay, that quick. Like, there was just an instant mob mode and they all had torches just on their person, just in case. Oh yeah, well this is before the internet, so everyone was bored. Everyone's just standing <laughs> around with their torches, waiting for a mob to start up so they can chase someone through town. There was about 20 more people that just appeared out of nowhere that weren't there. Again, in a span of 15 seconds, and it's not like a time jump, because we can see where Harry's running. Yeah, it went from like 4 people to like 20 to 30 people. And then it drops back down to like five and then back to 20, depending on where we're at. But that's it. How many people showed up that day for shooting? (laughs) (laughs) Evil dies tonight. And they're all chasing Santa. (laughs) But it's it's so funny. It's basically, again, the Yakety Sack song. They're chasing him. He ducks in an alley. They run past him. He's relieved. He steps out. And then you just hear the distance out of, they're all coming back and chasing him the other way. They chase the whole way back to the van, which is magically unstuck now. Yeah, it reminds me of like Benny Hill, where like exactly, <laughs> and how like over exaggerated like Santa runs, and Santa's also like we haven't mentioned yet, his coat is basically a skirt. Yeah, like his coat is so long, so like every time he runs, his like skirt coat is like flying up in the air, and 
It, it, he's taking those big exaggerated like Captain Jack Sparrow runs too. It's hilarious. Why is the rum gone? <laughs> he goes to Phil's house to get his childhood home. He's in there. He's like, I don't understand. They don't want me. Phil realizes Harry's the killer Santa that's been all over the news. And he kills him and takes his body outside and puts it in the van. At least I thought. I thought he was dead. Oh, yeah. Because, um, yeah, uh, Philip is like strangling Harry. And his wife, uh, Philip's wife is on the stairs, like screaming, like, stop it, stop it. The kids are upset. They're upstairs because they're like, don't hurt Uncle Harry. And then, like you said, like he strangles him out, immediately realizes what he's done, drags his body out, which quote unquote dragged his body out. Harry was helping quite a bit. (laughs) I don't know what his plan was, though. He puts him back in the van. Was he going to like try to say he just died there? I'm guessing like he was like, uh, or like he hears like there's police around, the mob is coming. Like maybe he's like, <laughs> they'll find him. The mob, and he puts him in though, and Harry wakes up and just punches out Phil, Phil, and drives away. Oh yeah, I love that scene. Yeah, where like Phil's like upset, kind of, because he just killed his brother. He thinks, and like yeah. Harry like wakes up, but he just opens his eyes and sees like, oh. I'm now in my van. I must have like gotten choked out. He tried to kill me. And I love just the slow thing of his fist. He's just like slowly doing it. There's like, bunk. And he just like, he said, <laughs> just drives away in a fury again. But he's driving and the mob sees him. They recognize the very noticeable Santa van and they all step in front of him. I thought we were going to get a huge count of the dead right there. I'm like, he's mowing them all down. Yes. But no, he drives through a guardrail off a bridge. Go on. And then <laughs> the van doesn't wreck. It lifts into the air as you hear sleigh bells. It, ho, 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 and the van flies away. I am not making this ending up. No, and it's like there's like a magical like light around the van, and it is like Merry Christmas as he like drives his van into like the uh, moonlight. <laughs> okay. Well, I also want to real quick mention, um, Philip, like right before that happens, Philip falls down a hill that (laughs) obviously not covered in snow. It's just covered in like fluffy fabric that Philip keeps catching his feet on and exposing that it's just fluffy fabric. And there's cardboard boxes. (laughs) There's cardboard boxes under it. Yeah, it's cardboard (laughs) boxes and fluffy fabric. And that's what snow is. I forgot all about that part. Because it's two (laughs) extremely weird things happen, like, back-to-back, of, like, okay, obviously fake snow, and then Harry Santa now drives his car into the horizon. Yeah, and that's the end of the movie. This movie kind of disappeared for a while, like, no one talked about it for a long time, and then all of a sudden, I've noticed even people start talking about it more recently. It was originally just released oddly in our area in the pittsburgh area and then later got a bigger release oh no shit yeah i think it was filmed around here too i'm not positive oh, the, another fuck yeah a quality film from the area no no it is not we, we got dark knight rises was in pittsburgh christmas evil was somewhere around <laughs> pennsylvania inspector gadgets on that big bridge i remember that perks of being a wallflower yeah the tunnel but yeah, christmas evil Christmas Evil, yeah. 
I just love, yeah, where it just, that's, and I love the cut of, like, credits, because I, I watched it twice this week. Each time I laughed, because I thought of you sitting there being like, what the fuck? I don't even think I yelled. I just, I just put my notebook down, like, okay, <laughs> at least it's over. So he really was Santa this whole time, Greg? I don't even think that's what they mean. Do you think that's what they're getting at? Or do you think, no. like, how the fuck do we end this movie? No, I think it's like, how the fuck do we end this movie? And then it's like, um, Harry's just so delusional. He drives off a bridge and thinks he's flying right before he gets crushed to death. Maybe. Maybe that's it. Okay. <laughs> this movie's stupid. <laughs> but it's a fun I'm not time. mad I watched it. I'm not mad I watched it. I will give you that. There's been movies I've been mad I watched. I'm not mad I watched this in the slightest, but I will never watch it again, probably. But no. I, I, I had a fun enough time with the ridiculous but don't care to do it again. If I were to make like you guys did on geek positive, if I were to make a top 10 list of like my favorite Christmas movies and specials, this is on it. Oh my God. No. Well, because then I would have to, I would be so hard pressed to come up with 10 Christmas things. I like, I would have to put it on there. Well, if you listen to mine, most of mine were not. I had, like, Gremlins and Krampus and stuff like that. I got to where you had Gremlins on it, and I was like, good, great. Oh, okay. <laughs> but anyway, let's get into the end stuff. Yeah. <laughs> the Throbbing of Horror Count of the Dead is where we tally up all the deaths in the movie, and we add them to the grand total of all the movies we've ever done before to get the Count of the Dead. Last episode, we did Gremlins 2, the new batch, which left us at a Count of the Dead of 732. Where do you think Christmas Evil brought us? I'm just so happy that, that the Count of the Dead is getting so high up there now. Oh, it's getting pretty up there. Yeah. Um, For this one, there weren't that many deaths. There was a couple. So there's the, like two or three people in front of the church. I mean, I don't know if you count Harry or not. I didn't count Harry. I'm going to say there's five. Five, which would bring us to 737? Yeah. You are on a fucking tear lately. You haven't really? missed this in almost a month. Yeah, five, seven hundred thirty-seven. Damn, I was just gives. I was just doing a shot in the dark of like maybe this. He killed four people in front of the church and Frank. Okay. See, I think what I used to do as well when I was thinking about it is like I would think about all the mer like deaths I um could remember from the movie. Then I would just randomly add one or two just because. Well, with the big ones, we have to do that. Like, with the giant number movies, there's yeah. no way you could just remember all of them. No. But nice. Yep. Well, every week, Greg does his Count of the Dead. Ah, ah, ah. And I like to do my rating system, but I don't like to do stars or thumbs up or thumbs down. Because, number one, Joe Bob Briggs does stars and Hail Joe Bob. Hail Joe Bob. And number two, Siskel and Ebert did stars and thumbs up and thumbs down. And I hope that they get a metal toy through the eyeball they're on the naughty list oh one they are getting sa so many sacks of random dirt <laughs> harry's putting his face on their wall they're both dead but if they were harry's smearing his muddy face on their wall oh he's doing it on their grave just like he's just dumping <laughs> pounds and pounds of dirt on their grave then dancing Okay. <laughs> um, I like to do something from the movie one through ten. One being it's horrible. Ten being it's the best thing ever. And I don't, I don't come up with that thing from the movie until right now because I like to torture myself. I guess you could do toys because it is plays into this movie quite a bit. Yeah, it's our it's our Christmas special week. Oh, yeah. Work. Okay. I, I'm going to do toys. 
for okay. this one. It's not as like grandiose as I've done them sometimes, but for this movie, it fits really well. All right, toys. So a number one toy, the worst toy, it's like, it's Christmas morning, you have to go over to fucking grandma and grandpa bat shit you don't want to go over to, and you know that they just bought these toys for you like the day before from CVS, because it's like a squirt gun and like a helicopter that doesn't work. And you're okay. like, I would rather have gotten nothing. Okay. Um, a number 10 toy. I'm trying to think what my favorite toy I ever got of like all time or my favorite present. It actually might be my Jason goes to hell standy of my cane hotter that I got. I think I got well, that, that is for nice. Christmas. I do um, like that thing. I think I was like nine or 10 when I got that. And that's always been one. It's still in my room right now. I'm looking at it. Like I've kept yeah. it for all these years. So yeah, that's number 10 movie. Where do I rate Christmas Evil, Greg? You think it's going into the Hall of Fame? It's it's pretty close, I'm going to say. <laughs> uh, honestly, I'm going to give Christmas Evil six and a half toys out of ten. I think it's fucking insane, but I, I'm at least relieved it's not as bad as I thought it was. Okay. Okay, at one point... I thought you were going to go, fucking nine, just to piss me off. Okay, uh, whatever. At one point, I was like, eight. Because I was like, this movie's so oh, much fun. Shit. I was Bullshit. like, it's so much fun. I love it so much. I have a great time every time I watch it. And then I watched it again and made it all the way through. And I was like, that's not an eight. I was like, but it's above passing for me. Okay. I went under passing. I didn't go terribly to the bottom, but it's pretty low. But I gave it two and a half toys. Damn. That's not awful. That's pretty I mean, damn awful. It's bad, but I really like, I start using the full spectrum of the rating scale. So, I mean, that's bad, but it's not half. Yeah. Half a star. It's two and a half. There's still some enjoyment out of it. Probably won't ever watch it again. If I do, it'll probably be with you and a bunch of friends all together. That could be about the only case I would again. That would be fun, but that's about it. This is a good, like, if you're hanging out drinking, party with your friends, that would be a fun time to watch this movie. Yeah, throw it on in the background because you're not missing much. Yeah, and it'd be funny to laugh at with everybody. Like, you'd have a good time. Right. Oh, no, I think I saw this movie for the first time last year, and this is definitely going to be a yearly watch for me. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, since this is midweek, you know you're getting another episode in, like, two days. Should we tell them what they're getting? Yeah, what are we getting in just a couple days, Greg? I'm shocked we didn't do this last year with our whole holiday horror month, but I think we wanted to save it for later. So we're doing Black Christmas, the original from 1974. Yeah, the good one from the 70s. Yeah, which I can't say. I did see, like, the 2000s remake. I didn't see the new one, but I didn't care for that 2000s one. Haven't seen the new one yet, but we're doing the original. I can't honestly say that either, because I haven't seen either remake, so. Yeah, but we're doing the original first, at least. Yeah, one of the, like, people talk about slashers all the time and where they originated from, and Black Christmas comes up all the time when they talk about that. So I'm really, I'm going to be really excited to get to this one. Yeah, that'll be a good time. So that's this Friday. Uh, that's your homework within the next day or two. Watch Black Christmas, and we'll be back then. Yeah, we're and we're uh, hope that you're enjoying halfway through our double feature for Christmas. Yep. That's all I pretty much got. You guys know the drill. Follow us on all the socials. Please leave us a five-star rating. That would be the Christmas present we would love. If everyone listening would do that, we'd be pretty yes. happy. And uh, make sure to check out Greg on his other show, Geek Positive. Yeah, when this comes out, I think the previous episode will have been Spider-Man. Yeah, so nice. that'll be cool. 
I'm looking forward to seeing what you guys have to say about that. It's not even out yet on the on our timeline. <laughs> it's not if out I'm yet. right, I'm getting my scheduling all crisscrossed. But yeah, maybe. Yeah. But um, yeah, thank you guys for checking out Christmas Evil, and we hope that Christmas Evil has left your brain throbbing with horror. <laughs>